Welcome everybody to the Rich Podcast with your host, Mr. Wills. So welcome to my weekly Premier League preview show. Last week was a tremendous week in the Premier League, but as you've seen last week, I got some results right and I got some results badly wrong. Chef United Newcastle. So, as we get into the new week, what you'll find out now in the Premier League table is that three points is big in the Premier League right now. If you get three points in the Premier League right now, it takes you quite a few places up the table. Draws, they're, they're, I wouldn't say it's not, they're, they're, not, they're not great results because points, they're not, they're not moving you too far. So three points is key right now in the Premier League. So, let's get into the first game. And this is a real good game. Saturday, 12.30, Aston Villa versus Brighton. Now, Aston Villa are a perfect example of getting your wins in. They've played six games. They've got 12 points. They've also lost two games. Brighton as well. They're third in the table. They've got 15 points. They've won five, lost one. So winning is key right now in the Premier League. This is a great game. If Villa were to win, they would be on the same amount of points as Brighton. So them two losses they've had, nobody really care about. This is a big game for Villa. But also, it's a big game for Brighton because really you wouldn't want Villa to be on the same points as you. Because the other teams are coming. And Brighton's fixture list, they will know they've got to play the big boys soon. City, Liverpool, Arsenal. Big game. Very big game. Very tough game to predict, really. Brighton, quality team. Substitutions, incredible. Their bench is right now as is, is good as anyone in the league. I'm not saying it's the top, but attacking-wise, Pedro, Matoma, Fati, Walbeck, Ferguson, midfield, Lalana, Milner. These are, these, are, these are bench players. They have got a great squad right now. Villa... The manager's doing a fantastic job. But they also have quite a bit of ammunition on the bench. As you've seen from the weeks gone by, Duran, Watkins finally got off, the, got off the score sheet. Bailey on the bench. Diaby. Soon Jacob Ramsey's coming back. Proper player him. Yeah, it, this is a very, very intriguing game. Very intriguing. To be honest, I don't know where, what to think of it. But as you know, I've got to give my opinion. I fancy a draw. Yeah, I'm going for a draw. And I'm going for a 2-2 draw. And the key man, I'm going with Ollie Watkins again. He's one of them strikers where once they score one, they the confidence comes back and they start popping. Yeah, 2-2, Ollie Watkins, key man. The second game, Saturday, 3 o'clock. Everton versus Luton. Everton are 15th with four points. Luton are 18th with one point. As usual, you always hear me say, it's a big football match. Last week, Dyche was under a lot of pressure. This week, if he beats Luton, pressure off. It's the football business. That's how it runs. Wins matter. Wins takes pressure off. This is a game they would expect to win. Have to win. And if he doesn't win, pressure's on hugely. After. Big football match. For Luton, they've got a point. Last week against Wolves. But really, playing all that time, Wolves with 10 men, they should be looking to win them games. But it's a point, point on the board. They haven't lost. A little bit of confidence going into this game. It's a game where they'll think they're 
they can get something out of it. You know, Everton at home, iffy, get a goal, early goal, pressure will be on. They'll fancy themselves. But Everton, keeping the momentum from last week will be key. Good performance last week. Sort of got the best out of the players that he's got for a change, which was good to see. You know, they're an old-fashioned team, Everton. They're physically strong. They've got a good size about them. They're quite physically imposing with their attributes regards running and also stature. Not much ball for players, but all Premier League players should be able to play with the ball. And that was the disappointing thing all season for me with Everton. So yeah, uh, this is a big game. But to me, very simply put, this is a home win. And it's a home win. And the key man, I'm going to go with Decore again. And I'm going to go for, I forgot to say, a 3-1 Everton win. Decore key man. The third game. Saturday, 3 o'clock. Manchester United versus Crystal Palace. Manchester United have got our ninth, but they've got nine points. Crystal Palace are tenth, and have got eight points. So, once again, it's a big football match. Man United keep racking up their wins now. You'll climb the table. With for Palace, stop, start, stop, start. They've got a good, pretty good record at Old Trafford, so that they'll fancy it. But for Man United, last week's victory against um, Burnley, you know, if you read, if you listen to my podcast, I said Casemiro needs help. For the first time this season, the manager give the man some help. He plays Scott McTominay next to him with Hannibal running around, you know, breaking all sorts of running stats for the whole Premier League. That's what fortunately the Premier League's about these days. Hard runners. If you can't run in that centre of a midfield, you just get run over. And it's a shame because top players, top technicians will struggle if they don't have help. But for Palace, like I said, the last two games, 3-1 against Villa, last 10 minutes, last week at home to Fulham, 0-0. For them, this is a big game. I've got a feeling with Palace, they're going to, if they don't start picking up results, they're going to start sinking a bit. They just don't, they just don't entertain, do they? I know Elise is missing, but you do expect a lot more. It's just a bit drab, isn't it? But then if the, the, the manager is playing to his strengths, two centre-backs are really good, his goalie's really good, and the two centre-midfielders and Eze are really good. So I, I do get it. But, you know, I'm expecting a home win in this, in this match, and I'm going for... I'm going big. I'm going 4-1 four, four, Man United. And I'm going for the key man. I think it's going to be Bruno Fernandes. The fourth game, Saturday... Three o'clock. Bournemouth versus Arsenal. Bournemouth are 17th with three points. Arsenal are 5th with 14. Bournemouth got to be one of the most unluckiest teams in the Premier League this year. Their fixture list has been horrendous. So to, for them to have three points could be classed as a bonus or is it, it could be classed as a could do better. This game will decide it, I think, because if they were to pick up three points, that would take them to six points, knowing they've got quite a few lesser games to come. But if they weren't to win, that means there's bigger pressure on the lesser games, which is a big pressure in itself. They're like must-win games, aren't they? So this is a big game for Bournemouth. But also, this is a big game for Arsenal, because Arsenal now are four points behind City. 
So if they were not to pick up three points today and City were to win, that could be anything between six to seven points. And they've got City the week after. So that means that they could be looking at a deficit soon of 10 points, which is big. It's big, isn't it? Because City don't even look like they're going to lose one game, let alone three. So this is this is big game. Very big game. For Bournemouth, like I've said about Solanke time and time again, that lad can be a top, top striker. He does need a bit of support. Quatara, Christie, Tavernier. You know, he needs a bit more. Maybe a bit more service, but also a little bit more help. Someone else chipping in with the goals. For Arsenal, obviously there's a big worry about Saka. They think Declan Rice is going to make it. But as you've seen, they're lacking a bit of quality. I mean, I've looked at Arsenal's bench. Reese Nelson, Jorginho, Nketiah starting. It's, it's a slightly bit worrying for Arsenal. And I, and I always worried that, would they have the punch? Yes, Martinelli's injured and Partey's injured. Key players. But it's a lot, isn't it? You know? It's a lot. This is a big game. Bournemouth ain't no pushovers. They're staying in games. It's a tight ground. But I do think Arsenal have the potential to counter them and punish them. But I don't know who's going to punish them. Because like I said, they look like they're lacking a bit of punch, Arsenal. I'm going to go for a, I'm going to go for a draw, yeah? I'm going for a 2-2 draw. And the key man is Solanke. The next game, Saturday, 3 o'clock. Wolves versus Manchester City. Wolves are 16th with 4 points. Manchester City are first with 18 points. Wolves. I just don't I just don't understand what's going on there. They've got good players, but there seems to be a lack of mentality there. For sure, because the talent should equal better not even better performances, but better standard of certain things like scoring goals, discipline, concentration. And I think these three things are really badly letting Wolves down. When you watch them play, you think, these are a good team. But then, the last 10 minutes, they switch off. When they get chances, they don't concentrate on hitting the back of the net. And last week, as you've seen with the discipline, you know, a game like that against Luton, where you need your three points, really. You can't afford for, to be playing for 10 men for that long. It's not good enough. You know, that is... It's, it's very bad, what the, what the player done last week. Because... That's big points to help you through the season. Their points drop now. But like I said, great character to stay in the game. The penalty should never happen for Luton, but it did. But still, the character is great. But like I've said, one point doesn't move you anywhere. Three does. And especially when your next game is Manchester City. Now City, the juggernaut, they've won every game. They're in second gear, third gear. I don't know. They're nowhere near top gear. They're changing defenders at will. But the defenders look top class every last one. Akanji, Walker, Guardio, Ake, Diaz, Gomez. You can go on and on. It don't matter to them. Nunes is coming in. Doku's coming in. Obviously, Haaland's a goal machine. Foden, Grealish, Bernardo Silva. Obviously, for them this week, Rodri's out, which is a big... You know, Rodri's one of the, 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 you know, to me, I'm going to say out there now, to me, I think Rodri now is the best player in the Premier League. People could have their opinions. To me, he's one of the few players in the Premier League where he makes a dream of World Eleven, no problem. 
If you're if you're building a World Eleven team right now, Rodri's in it. No, there's no doubt about it. No one comes near to him now in defensive midfielder. Nowhere near. He's that elite. So he's going to be a big key miss to him. But they'll bring someone else in. Phillips might play. Um, Nunes, Bernardo Silva. You know, Bernardo Silva's that intelligent. He can go and play DM, can't he? That's how elite he is. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Tough afternoon. Big problems. Because I think they'll give City a good game. But like I said, they don't concentrate for 95 to 100 minutes. Wolves don't. So, because they don't concentrate, they will, they will be... They will, they will get punished. But like I said, if they can put into the three things I've said earlier on, they've got a chance. Anyway, I fancy this to be a 2-1 victory for Manchester City. And the key man is Erling Haaland. The next game, Saturday, 3 o'clock. West Ham versus Sheffield United. West Ham coming off two losses, but the two losses were to Manchester City and Liverpool, are in seventh position, 10 points. Where Sheffield United are last 20th with one point. Plus coming off a record-breaking defeat at home. 8-0 last week to Newcastle. So they are coming into this game low, low, low on confidence. And the manager is under big, 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 big pressure. And if things don't go well in this game, it could be curtains. For West Ham, it's 10 points out of 6. Ain't bad. They've got a chance here to claim three points to go to 13th. They'll expect to do that today. They are playing bottom in the league. They've got a lot of quality players, West Ham. It, for me, it'd be a chance for the manager to maybe change a bit of tactics. Maybe look to go on the front foot a bit more. And, you know, not look for so much set pieces. Even though set pieces are key. But try and work goals. Make goals. You know, there's a big chance here to really... Put an attacking display for the fans in this game, really. Sheffield United are there for the taking. So you in these games like this, you're expecting Pakita, Ward Prowse. These are the boys you're expecting to take control. And obviously you've got Jared Brough in there, who's he's, he's a prolific goal scorer at times in the Premier League. So, you know, West Ham will be expected and looking forward to this game. For Sheffield United, well, where do you start? I actually think up and to, up and towards that game last week. They've been doing quite well. Yes, they've only got one point. But, you know, in my opinion, they've given City their hardest game this season. So, yes, they've not been getting points, but they've been in games. Last week's going to mash confidence like you wouldn't believe. I mean, it's appalling, isn't it? 8-0 at home. It's absolutely appalling. They didn't even have a man sent off. You know, it's appalling. Premier League teams should not be getting eight, getting beat 8-0 at home. Away, not even away, but away from home, maybe, but not at home. It's appalling. For them, it's about going again this week, forgetting last week, thinking about the weeks before, but the weeks before have been good, but you still lost. So it is kind of like, where'd you go? You know, when you play well, you lose. And when you don't play well, you lose very heavily. It's, it's not an easy place to be. Not an easy place to be. That's where you need character. You need players to step up. But like I said, they're going to be low on confidence. Anyway, I'm going to tell you there was my, what I think is going to happen. I expect a 4-0 West Ham win. And the key man in this game will be Pakata. The next game, Saturday, 3 o'clock. Newcastle versus Burnley. Newcastle are 8th with 9 points. Burnley are 19th with 1. 
Newcastle a perfect example about three points. They've won three, lost three, but they're coming off a huge victory last week. 8-0. So the confidence will be extremely high. Oh, they'll be bouncing, won't they? Absolutely bouncing. Burnley, you know, I hate saying this, looked good against Man United, played well, but they looked toothless. Yes, they did hit the post in the first half, but second half, I think they had like, at some stage, they had like 80 to 20% possession against Manchester United. But it looked like, I can't even remember the keeper having a save to make. So company's got a decision to make. Does he change up or does he keep doing the same thing? Hoping that the, the attacking players add a little bit of quality to their good work. Because it is good work, you know. But this is a big ask to go to St. James's Park. Coming off, them with them coming off an 8-0 victory. Big ass For Newcastle, players are now getting back into form. They'd probably love Isaac to, to step up a bit. You know, if he steps up and be consistent, that lad's got all the, te- all the tools to be one of the premier strikers in the world football. But as, as, as anything in, in, in life, in football, consistency is the key. And he needs to get more consistent. You know, Bruno, that was a big game for him. He's been a little bit off colour. He looked really back to his best. But once again, they just looked a bit vibrant, didn't they, Newcastle? The one thing about Newcastle, if they can stay vibrant, they're a tough game for anyone. Tough game. Very tough game for anyone in the, in the league. But with them, they'll also have an eye on Paris Saint-Germain, which is coming in in the, in the, in the midweek. But it's like they'll still want their three points. And three points will take them right off the table. So, um, and with four of the top six playing each other, you know, you're going to gain points on them. And, you know, that's the name of the game, picking up your points. And especially when you're playing 19th in the league. And like I said, for Burnley, does he stick with what he's doing? Or does he try and grind, grind a result out? I think he'll stick with what he's doing, but I think it'll be a tough ask to, to go to St. James's and win. And that's why I'm going for a 3-1 free, free victory for Newcastle. And the key man is Gordon. He looks very sharp. The next game. Saturday, half past five. Tottenham versus Liverpool. Tottenham are fourth with 14 points. Liverpool are second with 16 points. So as you're going to hear me say it again, this is a big, big football match. Big, big, big football match. Tottenham started the season off very well, but still, they want to keep the momentum. And they want to win. They want to set a marker down and beat Liverpool at home. For Liverpool, they're keeping up with the pace. Of City, they're only two points behind. They've had tougher fixture list than City. So that really makes a big difference. So if they could get a victory today, they're really in, in business for the title. Really in business. They're yet to face a Burnley, a Luton, a Sheffield United. You know, you know they're in business. So this is a big game for Liverpool and the manager will look at the fixture list and say, if we can go there and get a victory, we're right in the title race. Right in it. And I wouldn't blame him. And with the firepower he's got, I wouldn't blame him either. Because Liverpool's firepower is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Every week, one of the the five strikers is scoring. Every week. For Tottenham, I love what the manager's doing. It looks like, though, if you take out the first 11, there's a little bit of problems. So for them, injuries is going to be a big part of the season. If they can keep the players fit, they'll be good. 
if one of the players, Madison Basuma especially, Son, get injured, you do worry. You do worry about what's coming in. So for them, it's probably good they're not in Europe. They can, they don't have to rotate. They just train all week, play one game. Train all week, play one game. Train one, you know, that same routine's great if you if you want to have a small squad. You know, and their first 11 is quite good. But this is a very going to be a very entertaining game. Clash of styles. Liverpool are an attacking team, but they like to play on the counter. Tottenham like to play on the counter, but they also, with Madison, like to hurt teams with the ball. It's You know, it's, this is a good game to watch, to be honest. Very good game. You know, I'm very intrigued by this game. Very intrigued by the styles of the managements. See if they change up for each other. Or do they just go out and say, we play this way and, and that's the way you're going to have to deal with us. So that, that makes it even more interesting. But like I said, for Liverpool, it's just the firepower on the bench to me. It's crazy. And that's always going to be the big worry when you face Liverpool. You could be in a good good road with a woman and suddenly, boom, Gagpo and Jota come off the bench or Diaz or Nunes, you know. Obviously, Salah is the one that always starts, but them four, they're rotating. So it's a it's a big game. And my prediction for this game is I'm going to go for a Liverpool win. And I'm going for 3-1 Liverpool. And a key man, Mo Salah. The next game, Sunday, 2 o'clock. Nottingham Forest versus Brentford. Nottingham Forest are 12th with 7 points. Brentford are 13th with 6. So this is a game where one team will say stay mid-table and one team could potentially time and climb into the top ten. So it's a it's a good it's a big game. Forest now are over them Hallish runner games. So they'll be expecting to claim some points now. And really hoping and and they'll they'll be looking to do a number on Brentford, no doubt about it. With the players they've brought in, Hudson Adoy, Awani up front, Gibbs White, Alanga, Sangari in midfield. They've done very good business. So now they've got a chance to really stamp their authority on teams because when you're playing the bigger teams it's difficult to do that they have more of the ball you have to change the way you want to play it's just how it is so with this run of fixture list now they've got a real chance to really stamp their authority and show not show the new Nottingham Forest with the players they've got a lot of power and pace Brentford now they're in a bit of a slump if you ask me now they're starting to miss Ivan Tony. they started the season quite well they just look a bit like toothless, don't they? They look like they could do with a talisman. Somebody you know is going to make the difference. Like I said with Burmo, I didn't think he'd be able to keep it up. He's a good player, but keeping it up, consistency is always the key. You know, I'm, you know, he might turn up at Forest and deliver. You know, that could happen, but I just believe people like Tony, they're, you know, they're talisman. They're, they're key men for any team. Every team needs one. So it's, this is a big game for Brentford. They would also expect to get something out of this game because they're, you know, they're on a bit of a, in a bit of a rut at the minute. They're not picking up much points and they're not winning a lot of football matches. And like I said before, Brentford are one of them teams where they've drawn a lot of games. So they've won one and drawn three and they've only lost two games in six games, but they've only got six points. So like I said, draws don't get you anywhere in the Premier League right now. Victories do. So a good victory for them will move them up the table and a, a draw will be quite decent because they can go home 
back to home and try and win because they ain't won at home yet. So it's a big game for Brentford. They need someone to step up. You know, they'll be expecting Visa or Janssen. One of them boys need to step up, really. You know, Rico Henry being injured is a big miss. Really like Rico Henry at left back, left wing back. Underestimated player is. Very underestimated player. Very good player. So, yeah, this is a big game. And I'm going for a Forest win. And I'm going for a 3-1 Forest. And the key man, I won the. The last game, Monday, 8 o'clock kickoff. Fulham versus Chelsea. Fulham are 11th with 8 points. Chelsea are 14th with 5 points. So this is a big derby. And also, Fulham can really rub Chelsea's nose in it today. And they really want to. And Chelsea would really want to try and pick up some points. And especially against Fulham. But also, they need points, don't they, Chelsea? So this is a big game. Intriguing. Maybe my, my game of the week, this. People, some might say Tottenham, Liverpool. But, you know, this story at Chelsea could be huge if Fulham do a number on Chelsea. You know, the manager's going to be under severe pressure. So this is a big game. This is a big, big game for Poch. And Fulham are no pushovers. No pushovers, Fulham. I just like what the manager's doing. Like I've spoke about the goalie, the fullbacks when they're fit are really good. Paulini, I've spoke about him. The options on the bench out wide for Fulham, really, really good. Really good options out wide they've got. Iwobi, William, Amatore, Harry Wilson. So they've got good options out wide. Up front, they've got Jimenez and Vinicius up front. So they've got options, Fulham. And obviously Andres Pereira in the hole. So they're going to cause teams a lot of problems there. This ain't no gimme for Chelsea. No gimme at all. Regards Chelsea, you make your own look, but they have been unlucky. They've only lost by one single goals. They're not getting tonked or anything. They're just not taking their chances and getting done, aren't they? You know, it's like someone will have one shot and they'll score. But that's football, isn't it? So they've got to be more clinical in both boxes. Their own box and the opposition box. They've got to defend for their lives and they've got to Look to score. Still got lots of score goals. Simple as that, really. People say, "Oh, this man don't score." That someone's got a chip in. You know, Newcastle a perfect example in West Ham. Set pieces are key in football. So yes, this man, the strikers might not score, but yo, that doesn't mean a defender or a midfielder can't get a set piece goal. That's you know, that's you know, everybody needs to take responsibility. You know, somebody's got to get a goal from somewhere. You know, they haven't scored a goal in a free Premier League game. That's it's embarrassing. And I read a stat that since Potter's left, Chelsea have got the least points in the whole of the Premier League. This is appalling. Chelsea Football Club. Chelsea spent a billion pounds and they're not picking up points. So confidence is low. Confidence is very low there. So this is a big game. You've got to stop the root somewhere, but the root is already there, isn't it? At Chelsea. The root is already there. And I'm, yeah... And I'm really worried about them for this game as well. So this is a tough game for me to predict, really. Very tough game. But that's what I'm here to do. And I'm going for a 2-2 draw. Yep, a 2-2 draw. And the key man, William. I want to say a big thank you for those people who've been supporting The Real Shh this week on my first week on Instagram. And those who are really supporting it and helping it grow. A big, big thank you. Keep supporting us. Let's go as big as we can go. And those who keep pushing, maybe you'll become a guest. Thank you very much.
Enjoy the show. Bye.